What is all that stuff? Do you always carry this in your bag? Yeah. Are you gonna be like a shopping bag lady? You know, like, sit in alleyways and like talk to buildings and wear men's shoes and that kind of thing? And that is from The Breakfast Club. And you might know people in your own life who just seem like they're collecting things, maybe hoarding things, maybe not having a focused purpose in life, having a phony purpose in life. And they're betraying themselves. They're not taking the time to say, what is really important to me? What have I always loved since childhood? What would make my life feel so different, like a blank canvas that I can paint on and it's a picture, a lovely picture that I enjoy looking at, rather than a canvas every day that looks a little drab or maybe even negative and I know that I'm part of the problem. That's no fun. It's no fun to go through life like that. So if you're wondering um, how you can enjoy your life better, one of the key things that you want to focus on is purpose having a purpose that you enjoy. And that doesn't mean duty. It means anything but duty. It's not that you're living other people's lives. It is truly your own life. So whether you want to pursue a specific career, assuming it's rational and it's not drinking and drugging and gambling and the rest, but a career that's reasonable and you have the ability to do it, go for it. If it's way beyond your your ability, if, for example, for me, brain surgery, then I, I need to rethink and ha- design a different purpose. But you want to have something in the area of hobbies and friendships. You want to have purpose in multiple areas in your life, especially with your main endeavors, your main career, what you do every day. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. My show is The Rational Basis of Happiness, toll-free, one eight seven seven D R K E N N E R. You can also visit my website, drkenner.com. I'm a clinical psychologist, and you can pick up the phone and give me a call, toll-free, again, one eight seven. Seven seven D R K E N N E R, and right now I want to welcome Mark to the phone. Mark, you're having difficulty in your marriage with your wife. Yes, Doctor Kenner. Uh, I'm not sure if you remember the particular instance, but it was my wife had, had come down with a brain tumor, okay. and we had gone through a clinical trial where um, I literally was with her every day for three to four months during the clinical trial, and then another month or so uh, while she went through the surgery. Mm -hmm. And when we got home, uh, we had a not-so-friendly friend that decided that I was evil and and literally talked my wife into leaving me and filing a restraining order. Okay, so somebody else, when you say a not-so-friendly friend, male or female? Female. Uh, So your wife's female friend... Told, mm-hmm. it, it took all of your efforts, all of your uh, standing by your wife, you know, um, and basically said that you were evil and your wife was not in a stable position at that point, emotionally stable because of the brain uh, surgery? I would say that because of the chemotherapy, and, and pardon me for talking over you there, but because of the chemotherapy that she was in a confused state of being at that point in time. And, um, um, Literally, she came down to, to uh, well, getting another not-so-unfriendly friend involved, and they decided to concoct a story, uh, I suspect, for my wife, that basically that um, 
not only was I evil, but I was unstable and that I had a gun and that I was going to hurt her and possibly myself. Yeah. So it got even, you know, more exciting. And, and I'm assuming crazy. there's no foundation to that, that if, even if you have a gun, that you were not unstable, that you were not going to use it, that that was not the case? Yeah, not not the case. In fact, my wife was worried about guns before this whole issue came up and that I might potentially, you know, commit suicide or or a, a number of other things, and I literally got the guns out of the house. Okay. And Why do you think the... Even, f- okay, go ahead. She, she's even using the getting the guns out of the house as, as an issue of me being unstable. So um, <laughs> it, it's really a, um, interesting seeing who really true friends are and, and who takes sides and those that just uh, take things with a grain of salt and, and ask questions and get to the bottom of things. Okay, so I have two questions. Yes. It's just the essence. Why would these friends do this? What's the motive? What's in it for them? That's a dang good question. I think in the first case, it was when we got back, the gal that was helping me move my wife back was doing some things that were putting her at risk. And I, I challenged her on it. And the moment I started challenging her on it, I became a, a not nice guy. What were they doing that was putting her at risk? They were taking her out for in, into public, which she shouldn't, because she had, her immune system was extremely compromised. Okay. And uh, they were taking her out. In one case, she was out for six hours, and the maximum that she was supposed to be out was like an hour. Okay. Uh, the, the gal came and was helping us at our home. I tried getting her evicted and couldn't even do that because of she has more legal rights, it appears, than I do uh, as to who I can have as a guest in my house. But that's a, that's a different story for a different time. Okay, so you, it sounds like you've gotten legal advice on this. Um, the, let me ask the second question, which is, what is your main question? What would you like some, some help well, with? Mm-hmm. My, my point or my question at this point is that um, at this time, I've given her an extension on the uh, restraining order, and things have kind of strung out for almost two months. Mm-hmm. And I, I've let her have a rope, so to speak, to hopefully let her basically just come to a stable mindset mm-hmm. and to decide herself what she really, really wants. Yeah. And I know that a number of people have said, well, you should divorce him, and a number of people said, well, you should divorce her. And my thinking is that after 43 years, we're pretty much in tune with each other, and there's still a a fair amount of love for each other. Mm -hmm. And so just give her time and space and see where she's coming from. Okay. And uh, I'll challenge the restraining order separately, but... uh, my question is more along the lines, is, is that the prudent thing to do, is just let her have her lead and uh, give her time to think things through? I think it's focused on yourself, and I think that you're saying you're not ready to leave the marriage, and people are saying that you, and here's the key word, should leave. You're getting advice. You know, what the heck are you doing mm-hmm. there? Come on, cut, cut your losses, move on with your life. You know, I'm sure that you have a chorus of people who are trying to be supportive to you. And, you mm-hmm. know, and there's probably a part of you that agrees with that, too. The difficulty is it can't come as a should in your own mind. If you're saying, I should leave her, then you're not able to think clearly. It's what makes sense, given your long history, given all the other 
connections that you have. A marriage is the two of you together, the emotional intimacy. If that was rocky to begin with and you're just hanging in there trying to see if you can fix it, that's at least you need to know that about yourself. If you're if it was a great relationship or even a comfortable one and it's it's a 43-year-old relationship and you want to um, you want to not throw in the towel. You want to see if if she comes to her senses that she'll say, oh my gosh, what have I been doing? Please come back here. It's so nice having you around. Then that's a very different situation. And So if I may interrupt at that point, yeah. I think I've already pretty much come to the conclusion that, you know, there's too much there. There's too much that we had together. Uh, the cancer seems to be in remission. Yeah. Um, my take is basically whatever she wants to do is fine by me. Uh, I mean, I will support her. I will be there for her if she wants me to. And uh, my question is more along the lines of where is she? Um, she has not made any moves for a divorce or separation. She keeps rebuffing those that seem to be of the mindset of saying you should divorce and move on. You have no contact with her at all? I cannot because of the restraining order. Okay. So you need to set a deadline for yourself, don't you? Because you don't I want do. this to go on for 10 years. Mm-hmm. So you can say you you can say, you know, for the next 6 months or so, you can pick your own time frame. I'm not picking that and I know we're winding down on time. But I am going to hang in there and see if there's any movement on her part to come back to me. Uh, because you have the restraining order. If there is a movement for her to come back, if you see some uh, connection or hear about it, you can pursue that. If not, at that point, you need to ask yourself again, do I want to give myself another six months or do I need to cut my losses? Mm -hmm. And then you need to grieve your losses. I would definitely get supportive therapy for yourself and grieve the losses because you are losing what you wanted and can't have without her wanting it also. Listen, thank you so much for the call. And um, if you want to touch base again and let me know how it goes, you are welcome to do it. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on The Rational Basis of Happiness. I said you want to be starting something.